Welcome to this special episode of Lifeland Podcast. Well, joining me today to shine some light on travel experience during COVID-19, I'm Sarah Ulfa with my two co-hosts Shafika and Wengi. Thank you, Sarah. Let's say something about travel. Travel increases your chance of getting COVID and spreading COVID to others too. Staying home is the best way to protect yourself and others. So, are you considering to reschedule your travel? Maybe you have to work or family obligation that require you to travel yet. Worries about the safe travel, we have some information. Thank you, Wendy. Today here we will try to discuss about travel options and learn how to protect yourself if you must travel. And here we have Rafiq from Philippines who have experience for repatriation Bangladesh back to home country. Welcome, Rafiq, to our program. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you, Sarah, Wendy, and Shafifa for having me in your podcast channel. For the listeners, I am Rafael Matoy, an international student of Brock University for Masters in Public Health through a scholarship grant. And I came from the Philippines and I've been doing public health jobs for four years focusing on HIV and AIDS. So I stayed in Bangladesh for transfer study and actually I freeing uh, in the country last January 2020. Thank you, Rafi. Okay, so Rafi, could you tell us uh, this is a good choice to travel during COVID-19 or travel is not a good choice during this pandemic? Basically, as what Wenji said earlier, that traveling at this time will put at risk and as much as possible, we want to travel for us millennials to achieve our hashtag travel goals. I won't really say that it is nice, it is good to travel at this uh, time. You were mentioning like, is it easy to travel during COVID-19? What kind of challenges have you faced in this travel experience? Okay, so first question, is it possible to travel during COVID-19? Well, yes, apparently I'm already um, here in the Philippines from Bangladesh because I successfully flew from Dhaka, Bangladesh, and then in Manila to my province. But yes, it's possible, but it might not be easy as what many people think. So what are the challenges? Uh, I actually made a post on Facebook summarizing my travel experience. So maybe the listener could also follow me on my Facebooks. I'm not really promoting my my Facebook page, but if so, if you, if you just want to read it. There I wrote my travel experiences and I summarized into three words. First, it's costly. Second, it's terrifying or worrying. And third, it's a very stressful to travel. Thank you, Rafi, for putting light on the restrictions for travelers. It will be great if you say to our audience. Okay, for the travel restriction I did right now, the international ports of the Philippines are closed for foreigners. So traveling from Bangladesh to the Philippines is really very challenging. So in general, foreigners are not allowed to enter in the Philippines with few exceptions like if you are married to a Filipino, has Filipino citizenship, diplomats from NGOs deployed in the Philippines or in uh, doing some missions such as a UN staff. So all Filipinos can travel if and only they are present a negative COVID-19 test result and travel authority. How did you protect yourself and others like you use masks? Shafika. Uh, to protect yourself, uh, you really have to be mindful about the preventive measures and maintain social distancing as much as possible. And in my case, it can really be helped to not to talk to your fellow men and greet and share stories of uh, what our life, what we have been doing in, in Bangladesh, especially if you're waiting in a very long queue. So in preparation, I bought face shield and 95 and alcohol with me. I was totally frightened because I felt 
that it was not enough because some of my body parts were still exposed, like my hands, my necks, and all. Gladly, the Filipino community provided us with meals and PPE to wear. It somehow relieves my anxiety, actually, along the travel. But it, but still, it was terribly, I mean, the PPE, putting it inside, it was terribly hot and very uncomfortable. And actually, I always wash my hands with alcohol every time I handled my travel documents, money, or touch any surfaces. And almost my hands actually uh, became skeletal. So, Rafi, so what do you feel when you travel during this COVID-19? Like, uh, just accent you or you like, you're scared? It's very frightening, worrying, because you don't know all Although you can be sure that those people are negative in the past 72 hours because COVID test result is required for you to get into the airport. But we don't know who are those people are symptomatic. So, uh, you know, the feeling of anxiety, being anxious there, and it can't really, uh, cannot really uh, help to worry much most of the time. Okay, Rafi, uh, can you a little bit summarize? Like, what is the procedure for leaving Bangladesh and go back to your country? Like, how did you apply? And just uh, a few points that uh, people might want to know. Okay, few points. Um, actually, Wenji, um, I really don't know how to make it short because the procedure is totally uh, very long. So, apart from the regular requirements, uh, I think the COVID-19 test result uh, becomes a health passport. On July 22nd, the Bangladesh government required test, a COVID test done within 72 hours. I thought it is just um, in Bangladesh, but it seems it is also true in my country. All outbound passengers leaving from a country must secure a COVID test certificate. And upon arrival in Philippines, I have to do the test again regardless if you have a test or not from the country where you came from. So the Civil Aviation Authority in the Philippines released a memo to have a test every time you exit on within 72 hours that authorized my CDs order. Uh, the CDC may be negotiated with the authority if those traveling going to do their test upon arrival in the city. So actually, for for the swab, if we're gonna talk about the swab procedures, I supposed to to have four swab tests, but because of the city being lenient, it reduces to three swab tests. Okay, Ref, as I see, Ref, the figure looks uh, tough, and as you said, lengthy. So the test is the most important part. Can you say how many times did you go for a rapid test during your travel? Yeah, it was really amazing if I could uh, just describe my experience for the swab test. Like I mentioned earlier, instead of having four swab tests, I have three swab tests. And take note, I have three swab tests in just a few weeks. I mean, in just one week. It's un uncomfortable every time that they stick uh, to my note. And Fortunately, those three swab tests, they are all negative. Now you are in your country, right? How about the COVID situation in your country? Can you give us some information about your country condition? Sure, Sarah. So right now, the Philippines has a total number of cases of 126,885. And actually, last week, we already surpassed um, Indonesia and we are the number one in Asia in terms of the total 
uh, number of cases of people infected with COVID. Among those diagnosed, 2,209 has already died. But these case fatality rates still lower compared to the global average. The other point that we want to raise is like, what is your new normal and your advice to young people how to spend their time during this pandemic? Okay, that's, um, actually that is a tough question. Advice to the young people like me, the young people. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Millennials like me, like us, uh, it's a trend for us to travel uh, to achieve our travel goals. But right now, it is uh, with, with all these experiences that, that I shared with you, I strongly suggest that as much as possible, if you can really help to stay in your home, if it's not uh, important or necessary to go outside, and always follow the guidelines of uh, WHO and your uh, local city, always wear a mask, a face shield. I know that it is very un- uncomfortable being stuck in a room. While you are being quarantined, maybe you can also... Actually, this is a great time for you to improve your skill. Like, I'm in, on Facebook right now, there are a lot of people doing new hobbies like planting, cooking, uh, painting. Yeah, and also like you, um, Sarah, Shafika, and Wenji, you are trying to you are trying to develop your skill in podcast. Yeah, roughly, we try to find uh, something that keep our well-being. <laughs> Thank you, Rafi, for your wise advice. I'm sure our audience will follow them. And we three, uh, Wenji and Sarah, we will we three will also try to follow them because they love kind of. We will if we do it, we will improve. My last question is about the improve the improvement all kinds made especially developing countries ensure more primary care gender rights and all seems to be highly challenging by COVID. What's your idea on this? Well, right now, my idea on this one, COVID, it's a kind of virus that knows, I mean, whoever you are, whatever your gender is, you are not safe from getting infected with COVID. So right now, uh, in mitigating this pandemic, the general up to the population, I think that is very vulnerable right uh, at this moment. But of course, yeah, it's a known fact that in some countries, there are disparities and equality happening. Maybe the government also tried to check on that if, if there is a disparity going on in terms of accessing the service, or providing the service in terms of gender. So just to make sure that there will be no one left behind and everyone can uh, have an equal access to health. Okay, thank you so much, Rafi, for being a such inspiring guest. And we can cover a lot of information today. We are at the end of our show. We have, if we, uh, you have anything to share, uh, we are the, at the end of our show. You can say something. Oh, no, I think I already shared uh, the basic information, uh, my experience about traveling. So. Again, I, I would like to remind everyone, your listeners, the listeners, if it is not really necessary for you to travel, just stay home because your hashtag can wait. But if you're gonna die soon, you cannot <laughs> from COVID. You cannot 
achieve your hashtag travel goals. I want to thank you again, Sarah, Wenji, and Shafika for having me, for giving me this kind of opportunity to share my travel experience during this pandemic and also to provide information to the young ones, to the people like us, millennials, who loves to travel. Having you in our program was our pleasure. Thank you so much, Rafi, for joining us, for joining the Lifelines Podcast. The Lifelines Podcast audios go to Anchor and if you have any topic you want us in our podcast and you can inbox for sure. Thank you everyone for listening to our show and see you next time with a whole new topic. Goodbye everyone.